Hi, this is Jonathan Armstrong, and I'm pleased to be introducing this week's Tech Law 10. With me in San Francisco, well, at least with me virtually, is Eric Sinrod. And Eric, you've been thinking of the new trendy people site this week. Tell us what's on your mind. You're always reading my mind. Yes, this is Eric Sinrod from Dwayne Morris. And when we're talking about this site called People, it's spelled P-E-E-P-L-E. So when you hear the word people in this podcast, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a website, P-E-E-P-L-E. So let me give a little background, Jonathan, if you don't mind. Most of us, yeah. have, grown accustomed, most of us have grown accustomed to rating products uh, on Amazon or services on Yelp using the one to five stars system. Uh, you might like knowing that the book you were thinking of buying on Amazon has been overwhelmingly rated five stars with many positive substantive comments. That would probably encourage you to be more favorable in terms of buying that book. It might also be helpful to learn that you probably should avoid a restaurant you were considering when most Yelp postings give only one or two stars with comments that tell you explicitly why you should go elsewhere. And looking at that, you probably would go elsewhere. All right, fair enough. We're talking about products and services. But, Jonathan, how about websites that seek to review human beings in the same fashion as sites that address products and services? Well, go no further. Now we get to people. People, mm -hmm. P-E-E-P-L-E, -E, uh, supposedly is going to launch this fall, so coming up. And the mission of people, as stated on its site, is to provide, quote, an app that allows you to rate and comment about the people, that's P-E-O-P-L-E, -E, you interact with in your daily lives on the following three categories, personal, professional, and dating, close quote. And the purpose of such ratings and comments, as stated on the site, is supposedly to, quote, enhance your online reputation for access to better quality networks, top job opportunities, and promote more informed decision-making about people, P-E-O-P-L-E, close quote. <laughs> so it all sounds well and good. Everything's positive. Everybody's happy. Uh, kumbaya. Uh, love in a cottage. But wait, <laughs> is this really all about enhancement? I mean, let's think about this, Jonathan. Given that a person can receive one to five stars and comments about such star ratings, it is not hard to imagine, in my mind, that someone who receives a single star, just one star, with comments justifying such a low rating will not find her reputation enhanced. If you get a one star and very negative comments, you're not going to feel reputation enhancement. And going forward further, there really is room for mischief and potential liability here, Jonathan, in my view. Let's imagine a scenario. In this scenario, uh, a coworker or an ex-friend or an ex-lover provides a one-star rating with very negative comments about another person. If people, that's the website, P-E-E-P-L-E, -E, were to become the ultimate litmus test to assess human beings, that one-star rating and those negative comments could cause significant reputation and other harm to the reviewed person. And if the negative comments backing up that one-star rating 
were false, there really could be potential defamation liability for the reviewer. Mm. Don't you think? And yeah. going through, the mischief could continue in other forms, uh, such as bullying. There could be concerted efforts to round up negative star ratings and negative comments to blackball a victim. That could happen. There could be popularity contests with individuals seeking to attract as many positive and ratings and review reviews for their own selves. Um, so you know the mind sort of you know reels with you know scenarios. Uh, now we might think that people P E E P L E as an internet service provider could have immunity for postings made by others on its sites on its site pursuant to Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. And Section 230 essentially generally holds that if you're an Internet service provider and you if you host uh, and make it possible for others to communicate online, you're not going to be responsible for what others do online. You're just providing the means of communications, right? We know that. But to the extent that this website, People, P-E-E-P-L-E, becomes actively involved in facilitating and determining which speech can show up on its site or not, and if it therefore has editorial discretion, it is conceivable that people itself, the website, could see its immunity diminish and it could become liable for what others do on its site. So not only could individuals get into trouble, the website itself could. Um, and then sort of going more big picture, Jonathan, you know, we already live in a world that can be dehumanizing, I hate to say it. You know, we've grown up with grades, test results, trophies, ribbons, rankings, and job titles, and not all of us like you, Jonathan, have gotten the best grades and received the best test results and have garnered all the trophies and ribbons. Uh, you know, you put the rest of us to shame. But, but seriously, I'm joking there. But we have grown up with those sort of uh, measurements as to who we are as people, as individuals. And now, in essence, if yourself is summed up in just a one to five star rating, you're just boiled down to one number. Imagine that. You're yeah. a three. You're a two. You're a four. Maybe you're a five, but maybe you're not a five. You know, basically we get boiled down to the point of eviscerating who we really are as human beings. You know, is that a good thing? Um, so people, the website, suggests that its site should, you know, ameliorate some of these horribles that I'm, you know, uh, reeling out here. Uh, for example, they say they should prevent online bullying because the site will require users to be over the age of 21 to have a valid Facebook account, and they must provide a true cell phone number. So what's that all about? That's about trying to prevent anonymous reviews. And while that might be somewhat helpful so that, you know, reviews aren't anonymous, even non-anonymous viewers could engage in bullying tactics, you know, overtly yeah. or behind the scenes. And then just sort of closing this out before I turn it over to you, Jonathan, uh, the site people says that users are to be provided 48 hours to dispute negative reviews and ratings, and inaccurate reviews can be tagged for removal. So these are, again, ways they're trying to um, clean up any problems. But how will the website decide what to take off and leave on after a dispute is registered or, or a review is tagged is not entirely clear. And again, the more that people the website gets involved in deciding what to keep up or not potentially makes it 
have editorial discretion and it can then therefore lose its Section 230 immunity relating to the postings of others. So, taking a breath, all of that being said, Jonathan, how many stars do you give to the website people? <laughs> well, what an erudite uh, review, uh, uh, Eric. And, and of course, we all have our little secrets. I will reveal for the first time that I once failed a driving test. So we're not all perfect. And uh, t I mean, to stop this becoming Tech Law 1000, because I have many views on it, let me just give you a few short reactions. I, I've been looking at this uh, proposed app as well, and it's hard to actually uh, cut through the uh, you know bamboo jungle surrounding the the truth. It seems here. Uh, first of all, I understand that the founder has said that it's intended to be a positive-only app. If that's true, what's the point? What's the point of only positive reviews? I mean, the real value of things like TripAdvisor, I'll give you an example. I was once stranded in uh, a town I didn't well know. The airport had said, we're going to put you up in a hotel. I had some suspicions about the part of town it was in and why would a hotel in a busy metropolitan area have rooms for 350 people at an hour's notice. And, um, and the TripAdvisor review, the first one in capital letters said, never stay in this hotel ever. That was very helpful to me. And one of the benefits of TripAdvisor of steering you away from potential dangers. If it's a positive only app, then question mark, what's the point at all? But then the, the other fundamental, I think, is that we've seen these promises before about it only being people over 21, only verified applications, et cetera, et cetera. You might remember we did a podcast in the midst of time about a site called Last FM. I should stress that's under new ownership now. But under the old owners, they made very similar promises. And for a BBC program, I registered on the site as Winston Smith of Room 101, you know, referencing the 1984 Big Brother character, and was happily allowed in with a false name and false email address. So I'm not suggesting that in this particular case, but in many cases in the world of social media, these promises of verification and a closed network are frankly, as you would say in the U.S., baloney. And I think that risk of um, bullying is also very real. This week in the UK, we've had a quite horrendous case of a law student, Mark Yu, who wishes to still be a lawyer, even though he's just been convicted of cyberbullying. What he did is he asked a 15-year-old girl to send a picture of herself to him just wearing a bra, um, he then said, and and the um, uh, the girls uh, the the girl we believe is of a is from a community that would regard that in itself as shameful. He then says, I'm going to share the picture with members of the community unless you send me pictures of yourself naked and a hundred pounds and. Uh, when she sends the naked pictures and the £100, he says, I'm mm, not sure £100 is enough, send more money. 
She eventually, very, very frightened, goes to the police. He's convicted. And lo and behold, his lawyer has the cheek to say that he still deserves to qualify as a lawyer. Well, here's the fact. No, he doesn't. He's, um, you know, he's, he, he's already tried to ruin one girl's life. And, you know, just because he's got a prison sentence doesn't make uh, him a criminal law expert. So whatever system you have in place, there are unfortunately people who are otherwise bright individuals who will get around the system. And I agree with you that they've got legal issues coming, uh, as well as those that you described and the rough equivalents over here in terms of the, you know, the no conduit, uh, mere conduit defense and so on and so on under our defamation uh, and, and broadcasting laws. There's also a very interesting case that we've hinted at recently called Weltimo from the European Court of Justice, which uh, again is giving privacy regulators more jurisdiction to hear claims relating to e-commerce sites, I'm sure social media sites as well, that are targeted people in the jurisdiction, even if the company concerned has very little presence there. So it could be enough that they merely sell advertising in Austria to give the Austrian courts jurisdiction. So if that is right, then for many new social media applications, that's a real challenge because all of a sudden, instead of maybe uh, complying with only U.S. law or only the law in one uh, EU state, they have to comply with the law in all EU states if they allow sign-ups from those locations. So things like privacy data protection legislation are likely to be fundamental in cases like this because if an algorithm is involved, people can demand to see the algorithm. If data has been input into the system, they can demand to see uh, what that data is, where it was from, have the right to correct it. And was, as we know from our earlier podcasts, the uh, right to be forgotten ruling gives people the right to erasure as well. So it might end up being a positive-only site because all the negative reviews have been removed. Then I guess it gets back to my original point of what is the point then if it's all going to be, as you so rightly say, uh, I, I can't get your exact words right, cozy cottage and come by R. Um, yeah, what is the point well, of it? Well, I think that's just the spin. I think the spin is, hey, hey, public, don't worry. This is to enhance reputations. But necessarily, if you have a rating system, one to five stars, somebody gets rated higher than somebody else. And if you don't get the highest rating, you're going to be upset. And so maybe there's going to be you know, the slim minority who you know, get the, what we call the A pluses here in the United States in our rating system. They're going to be happy. But the rest, you know, if you're that person who gets the one, two, or three star, your reputation's not enhanced. And I think there's a real problem in terms of boiling everybody down just to a number. We are complex human beings. We change over time. That sort of gets to the whole right to be forgotten thing. But, you know, we're just getting a little bit too pigeonholed. So as much as I give you a blue ribbon, a trophy, and an A-plus for your uh, response to my comments, uh, I'm not going to assign you a number. I'm sorry, Jonathan. I'm not going to give you that five, <laughs> but I'm certainly not going to give you a one. Uh, but speaking of numbers, this, speaking of numbers, this is Tech Law 10, and we've gone over our 10. Maybe we each get a 10 for this. We get double the star rating. Um, anyway, we need, we, need, we need to move on. We look forward to uh, presenting again to you next week. Keep providing us with thoughts and comments in terms of ideas for other presentations. My name is Eric Sinrod. I'm at Dwayne Morris in San Francisco. My email address is ejsinrod at dwaynemorris.com. You can find us 
on the usual social media outlets, as we've said before, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Jonathan, I'm going to turn it over to you. Um, if you give me a rating, it better be at least a five. Yeah, well, uh, uh, consider that banked. I'm uh, Jonathan.Armstrong at CordryCompliance.com. I can't believe we got through a whole topic on reviews without even mentioning the solicitors from hell litigation. Maybe I'll post the note on that in the Tech Law 10 discussion group for anyone who's interested. Um, do, by all means, contact us via um, LinkedIn, via Twitter. I'm at ArmstrongJP. All that remains is to thank you for listening. Do review us on the LinkedIn site if you're so inclined, and uh, we'll allow the best ones only. <laughs> and um, uh, thanks for connecting, and speak to you again in a week or so. Bye now. Cheers. 